peoples of the worldwide federated internet, what is good? I have said this before. I'll state it again. There's one thing I'm thankful for. I'm thankful that I have abandoned all pride when it comes to studying the Bible. And I'm willing to admit when I get to things I don't know. And I know a lot of these things covered in the book of Exodus concerning the tabernacle. I kind of blew by because I don't really understand it in depth. And I'm not going to sit here and blow smoke and, you know, tell you a bunch of things that really don't make sense just because I believe I have to say something. So anyway, without further ado, the book of Exodus chapter 35 and verse 11. Let's get into this. All right. Now we're going to get into the stuff. You remember, uh, God was talking about the things that were going to be donated willingly by the people. Now we're going to get into what these, what these items were going to go to. Uh, the tabernacle, his tent and his covering, his tatches and his boards, his bars, pillars and his sockets, the ark and the staves thereof with the mercy seat and the veil of the covering, the table and his staves and all his vessels and the shoebread, the candlesticks also for the light and his furniture and his lamps with the oil for the light uh, and the incense altar and his staves and the anointing oil and the sweet incense and the hanging for the door at the entering in of the tabernacle, the altar of burnt offering, which uh, with his brassen uh, great his staves, excuse me, and all his vessels, the laver and his foot, the hangings of the court, his pillars and their sockets and the hanging for the door of the court, the pins of the tabernacle and the pins of the court and their cords, the cloths of service to do service in the holy place the holy garments for Aaron, the priest, and the garments of his sons to minister in the priest's office. And all the congregation of the children of Israel departed from the presence of Moses. So speaking was done. They all went their way. And verse 21, and they came everyone whose heart stirred him, stirred him up and everyone uh, whom his spirit made willing and they brought the Lord's offering to the, uh, to the work of the tabernacle of the congregation and all his service for the holy garments. Verse 22. And they came both men and women, as many as were willing hearted and brought bracelets and earrings and rings and tablets 
all Jews of all jewels of gold and uh, every man that offered offered an offering of gold unto the Lord. You notice that word willingly came up again. As I said before, God was not seeking people to do this in a compulsory manner. These were people that this is what they wanted to do. Now, no doubt God stirred them up. Absolutely. Uh, no doubt there was a working in their heart to, to, to move them to this desire, but it was willingly. It wasn't against their will. That word willing means uh, determining, resolving, desiring, disposing of by will, free to uh, do or grant, having the mind inclined, dispose, not averse, uh, pleased, deserious, ready, prompt. So this wasn't something that was done against a person's desire. Yes, God worked in their heart, but these are things that these people of their own volition came to the conclusion that, yes, God worked in my heart and I want to do this. It, it wasn't I have to do this. It was I want to do this. And I think it's very, very telling that God, again, used willing willing offerings uh uh to construct the tabernacle and to also construct the priestly garments it made me it it kind of took my mind back to Cain and Abel cuz i always not struggle but i always go back to that account with Cain and Abel like why exactly was Cain's uh uh was one offering accepted as a matter of fact i'm i'm going to I'm going to go to those verses because I don't I don't like I don't really like referencing a a verse and not going to the verse that I'm referencing. So uh, da, da, da. let's see uh, in the land. Let's see. Let me go. Cain. Am I spelling that right? And Cain said I've got. And bear Cain. Okay, so this is where Eve had Cain. I'm trying to I'm trying to find this verse so I can go to it. Lord said unto Cain, Why are no wrong? Okay, so here it is. I think this is this is the part I was looking for. Uh and Adam knew Eve, his wife, and conceived and bear Cain. I'm in Genesis chapter four, verse one. And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bear Cain, and said, I've gotten a man from the Lord. And she said, and and she again bare his brother Abel, and Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord, and Abel, uh, he also brought of the firstling of his flock, and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel. And to his offering, but unto Cain and to his offering, he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth and his countenance fell. And the Lord said unto Cain, why art thou wroth? And why is thy countenance fallen? If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted? And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. Now, I went to that because I always wonder 
when going over those verses right there, I always wonder why was Cain's offer not accepted? Now we know uh, in, in some degree there was sin somehow involved in Cain's heart. Now we saw this fully play out and, and go to, you know, it's full in when Cain slew Abel. But I wonder if the, the overarching problem was Cain's offering was not a willing offering. It was a compulsory offering, right? So in, in some degree, it was an offering for show. He wasn't really coming before God because he wanted to give something to God, right? Kind of like that little brother, like, oh, man, well, I guess if I, we got to give this, yeah, if I guess if we got to do this. So really, he's the older brother by, you know, however much time. But it, his offering was compulsory, maybe. And maybe that was the reason why it wasn't accepted. I don't know that. I'm not saying that this is, you know, definitely a fact. And this is exactly why this happened. This is just something that I always think when I come to places like this. And I think back to Cain and Abel, because the Bible doesn't get very down to the detail. Now we know there was some sin in Cain's heart. There was, there was something wrong. Well, what was that thing exactly that was wrong? Some people say that it was because he didn't offer uh, a animal sacrifice. And I'm, I'm not convinced that that's what it was. I don't think that's what it was. I don't think that's what it was at all. Okay. Uh, verse 23, after my, uh, tangent, uh, goal and every man, with whom was found blue and purple and scarlet and fine linen and goat's hair uh, and red skins and rams and badger skins brought them every one that did offer an offering of silver and brass brought the Lord Lord's offering and every man with whom was found shittim wood and any work of the service brought it and all the women that were wise hearted did spin with their hands and brought that which they had spun both of blue and of purple and of scarlet and of fine linen. I don't really like to over apply verses because I hear a lot of people doing that, you know, they'll, they'll go to verses and they, they overly apply certain principles to the modern day. Not, not that I'm saying you can't apply principles to the modern day. I'm not, I'm not God, but I, I try to be very careful about this because I don't want to play too fast and loose with the Bible. But the one thing I do notice, and I think this is a common theme throughout the Bible and throughout life, God gives people talents. Those talents aren't just for themselves and just for the sake of, of making money, whatever those talents are. Right. These talents and these things that God has bestowed upon us, there's a purpose and a purpose is beyond making money. Again, I always go back to the book of Ecclesiastes. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. Uh, so in all the wisdom and all the women whose heart stirred them up in wisdom spun goat's hair. And the rulers brought onyx stones and stones to be set for the ephod and for the breastplate and spice and oil for the light uh, and for the anointing oil and for the sweet incense. The children of Israel brought a willing offering unto the Lord. And notice it just keeps bringing this thing up. 
keeps bringing that point up about willing offering. Every man and woman whose heart made them willing to bring for all manner of work, which the Lord had commanded to be made by the hands of Moses. Now, I always like to point this out. God could easily have made them, you know, compelled them beyond their ability to change that, that, that compelling to do something, but that's not what was done. These people were definitely inspired, right? I, I believe God put it in their heart to do this, but they were willing participants. They decided, yes, Lord, I agree. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And Moses said unto the Lord of, to, to the children of Israel, see, the Lord hath called by name Basileel, the son of Uri, the son of Ur, of the tribe of Judah, and he hath filled him with the spirit of God in wisdom and understanding and in knowledge and in all manner of workmanship and to divide and to devise curious works to work in gold and in silver and in brass and in the cutting of stones to set them and in carving of wood to make any manner of cunning work. And he hath put in his heart that he uh, that he may teach both he and Aholiab, the son of Amishak of the tribe of Dan, them hath he filled with wisdom of heart to work all manner of work of the engraver and of the cunning workman and of embroiderer in blue, in purple, in scarlet, and in fine linen, and of the weaver, even of them that do any work, and of those that devise cunning work. God orchestrated all of this. God put it all together. God is the one who blessed these people with these talents, and this is what they were to be used for. Always brings me back to this one fact. God knows what he's doing a lot better than we know. And whatever God is working and whatever God is doing, I hope, I hope, I hope when I read stuff like this, my desire is if God is working, God is always working. So I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this. Whatever God is doing to whatever end, I hope that I'm right smack dab in the middle of what that is doing, whatever it is I'm supposed to do whatever little talent I have, if any, I don't, I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm not very, I'm not a very prideful person in the sense that I jump up and say, Oh, I can do this or I can do that. I just try to apply myself to whatever it is I'm doing. I, I don't know what area God has blessed me as far as, as far as talent over some other person. I'm not, I'm not playing I'm not playing this, this artificial, super humble role. I'm being honest. I just want to apply myself in every aspect possible. So whatever it is I'm supposed to be doing, I'm smack dab in the middle. I don't even have to know what it is. I just want to be used, obedient, and I want to walk faithfully enough that I can be used and doing whatever it is I'm supposed to be doing. Y'all know what it is. Stay frosty, people.